Well, here it is. The show after Thanksgiving. We got all that turkey and stuffing still digesting in our bulbous bodies. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good adjective for us. But, yeah. We're still digesting. And with that, we still got all those leftovers. So what better way to pay homage to our leftover turkey than to talk about a real stinker of a turkey from this past year, like we do every year with our third annual Leftover Turkey episode. And we picked a real barn burner. The one film that everyone almost resoundingly hated from this last year, John Travolta as Gotti. How did it turn out? Well, no spoilers here, but it is a top turkey for a re- it is a leftover turkey for a reason here on a very gobble gobble edition of the review review. Why did I turn to Cosby there at the end? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Get your drink. <laughs> hey, what's the matter, you? Didn't have a pube on his prick. <laughs> his hair. Damn it. <clears throat> it was a hair on his hair on his prick. Close enough. Pube on his prick is better. It's it more, is. It's more alliterative. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you should have put pube on his prick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the review repube. <laughs> show where two small town dudes give you our big uh gangster opinions that's awful uh i am of course short of the max extreme i am famous 1980s pop star pitbull (laughs) (laughs) oh this episode is hot already (laughs) (laughs) we are doing the lauded the accoladed movie gotti 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 this evening, uh, for our third annual Leftover Turkey yeah. episode. We watched three horrible movies for you people. <laughs> Where, every year, we watch the one of the worst rated movies of all year. Yeah. And see why it happened to be so. <laughs> Give you the reasons. Yeah. Lay them down. Why we are doing this, I have no idea. Because every single time, I'm like, why did we do this to ourselves? (laughs) Hey, this is the first year we didn't have to pay money for it, though. That is true. (laughs) That is true. Uh, That was a sour note the last two years. I'm going to pay at least $3 for the worst experience of your life. Yeah. (laughs) It gives you indigestion. It does. Um, hey, but before we get into Gotti, JT, yeah. why don't we get into some news of the week? Okay. Uh, why don't we start out with Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin of Loxley. Robin of Loxley. Oh, Robin of Loxley. <laughs> that new movie came out on Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. And... Didn't do so hot. Didn't didn't hear good things about it. Didn't hear good things at all. Really, I, I heard about it, it made like nine million dollars on a hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> um, 
because you're throwing out numbers, I'm going to throw some T-stats up at you real Ooh. quick because I thought it'd be fun. Okay. Here we go. Robin Hood 2018 uh. featuring Taron Egerton. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And others. Yeah. Uh, with a budget of $100 million. Bendy Mendy's in this. Bendy Mendy's all... all of course, Benny Mendy's in here. Of course, He's, they got to get a slimy villain. <laughs> uh, with of course, you were right with a hundred million dollar budget. Uh, opening weekend made nine million dollars, <laughs> and let me tell you that opening weekend for Thanksgiving is a five day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Domestically, as of the twenty seventh. It's only made $14.9 million. It's getting close to that, making its money it's back. creeping up there. It's creeping up. Worldwide. It's going to be a cult classic, Troy. Just wait. <laughs> Worldwide, it's made $23.8 million. <laughs> so roughly just under $9 million it's made oh overseas. Oh, my God. Um, what studio put this out? Lionsgate. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has it at 17%. Uh, IMDb has it at a 6.9 out of 10. And Common Sense Media gave it a 2 out of 5. What did Box Office Mom have to say? Didn't I looked for Box Office Mom. <laughs> she didn't review it. Damn it. I know. I am disappointed in the mom here. She needs Come to on, st- pick up her game. Come on, Ma. And I didn't even want to even look to see if she would re- <laughs> reviewed Gotti. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like anything up up her alley. <laughs> I don't know how many buckets she would have gave Gotti. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, Robin Hood not faring too well. Um, I didn't see it myself. Obviously, nobody saw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, there were. A I think few... Taryn's mom went and saw it a couple times. <laughs> Maybe she. Yeah, she saw it nine million times. Yeah. Uh, my boy. <laughs> my baby boy. My special boy. <laughs> uh. The Weekly Planet guys, they ended up seeing it. They okay. likened it a lot to the uh, King Arthur movie that came out, whatever, last year or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But a ripoff of a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, so Like, it even wasn't better. even as good as a Guy Ritchie movie. That... Like, they ripped off a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I love this shitty movie. Let's steal what the shitty movie does. Yeah, and then not do it as good as that. Yeah. It's like making diet water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Robin Hood didn't do so hot. You know what? Maybe it'll pick it up in the second weekend. Who oh, knows? maybe. That's, Time will tell. You gotta get some steam behind them. <laughs> right? Some good press. Yep. It needs all and everything. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on to some Sony news, JT. Okay. Uh, Sony, uh, we know, still has that Spider-Man property. Doing uh, Spider-Man. In- Spider-Man. Doing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse coming yeah. up very soon. Yes. Uh, advanced screenings have already come out. People are giving it favorable reviews. I've seen this as well. Um, I don't want to get too much into it. Just personally, I don't want to get too much into it because mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin it for myself. Yeah. Spider-Man being one of my favorite superheroes. Of course. Uh, I've also heard that Aquaman is uh, has some pretty decent reviews out too. Aquaman, you say? Yes. Aquaman and Spider-Man. Oh, okay. 
Uh, well, we're not talking about either one of those superhero properties right now. We're talking okay. about Sony's other superhero properties that they own. Yeah. The Valiant characters. Okay. That they've been threatening movies with. A threatening? Maybe last I love when you use the word threatening. Two years or so when Sony picked up the IP for Valiant stuff, they were going to make a Bloodshot movie and a Harbinger movie. Yeah. Uh, and then culminating in a crossover event called the Harbinger Wars. Oh, God. They were going to start out the whole experience uh with harbinger then followed by bloodshot harbinger 2 bloodshot 2 and then the culmination the crossover event it's gonna be like the avengers but people are not gonna know what the fuck this is exactly (laughs) it's exactly like that so the harbinger movie just got a director on board and it might be a writer director combo okay uh just in tipping you probably never heard of him because I wanted to look him up. Yeah. And he only has minor TV directing credits. This is a good sign. Uh, <laughs> with a inexperienced director like that, Sony could probably push him around a bit. Okay, because Sony always has the want. best judgment when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he... Usually, Venom was awesome, right? You know, it's made a ton of money. Hey. You can't fault it for that. It did its job, I guess, fiscally. All right, Troy. It did shit in, it shit did. in my Cheerios, right on. <laughs> Listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> and uh, it's just not that good of a movie. But for whatever reason, it took off, and it's probably that PG-13 rating that really made it more money. Than yeah. I didn't see it, but I guess Sony put out a, a trailer for the Blu-ray of Venom where they try and sell it as a romantic comedy. Quit trying to Deadpool it. I know. Sony's so full of shit. Anyway, so Sony's Harbinger movie got that director. Um, Originally, it was going to be the first movie on the slate, but what I I don't know if I commented on this before already, but it actually got bumped because they're going to do Bloodshot first. Okay. Because they've already started casting for Bloodshot. Vin Diesel, right? Yeah, Vin Diesel's going to be the yeah. titular Bloodshot. Titular. And I saw some other names in there, too. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, so, yeah. Now, uh, the Vin Diesel Bloodshot movie is going to be coming yeah. out first. Which is probably a good... I've read both of these titles before. Yes. It's probably a good idea. It's an easier idea to get your head around okay it's like a pretty much a unstoppable terminator guy but he's an action hero okay and if they and i think if they play it up kind of like like a cheesy 80s movie like a, or maybe like a 90s action movie all right i think it'd probably come off pretty well hey i'm for i'm for checking it out yeah um as long as it's good if they try to play it off like the expendables I don't think it's going to work very well. Well, you know, Sony, they heard that and they said, that's exactly what we need to do. <laughs> we need to do the exact opposite thing that people want. Uh, and then Harbinger is not really that big of like a heavy idea, but it's pretty much the X-Men. Only everybody has mental powers instead of like physical powers. Sweet. So it's like push. <laughs> mm, yes. But I mean, they have like telekinesis or like, they get a pyrokinesis. Yeah. All the kinesises are fair game. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of video of people looking like they're gonna shit their pants. Putting a Just... one hand in the air, trying not to shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of them has a hand on fire even. You don't you never even know. 
Uh, so that's that's that. So you're looking forward to Sony uh, Valiant stuff? Shaking your head. All yeah, right. I'm just, I'm just. Hopefully, hopefully the <laughs> mic picked up my shrug. <laughs> it was quite audible. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I don't know, movies. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had a great segue, and I realized I didn't. Um, speaking of uh, what we always talk about. <laughs> Uh, Netflix is going to have a new animated property coming to its, uh, streaming service. Yeah. Pretty soon. Um, they're going to be a animated roll doll, uh, features. Roll doll. Roll doll. Um, uh, of Willy Wonka. Nice. BFG. Okay. And Matilda. Good. Uh, let's see if they do the BFG good. Oh, did you see the Steven Spielberg one? Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Ooh, it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Steven Spielberg, you do not do children's comedy <laughs> very well. <laughs> uh, but There's anyway, cool so action scenes in it. That's but it. Bad everything else. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, well, there. Netflix is hoping to capture a pretty well-known IP of Roald Dahl stuff. Yeah, like, it's pretty. F- Willy Wonka, especially. Yeah. Um, and and all of these ideas are fun, whimsical things. Oh, yeah. For, like, a children's programming where they can expand upon them and make them not necessarily canon or anything, but just have, like, fun adventures in that kind of world. Um, at first, I was kind of, when I was reading this, I was kind of against, like, the Willy Wonka one. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? Who cares? If they're making it for kids, yeah, like what's the big deal anyway? Oh, shit, they've done like I think they've been doing like Tom and Jerry's where they go to Willy Wonka. Yeah, so <laughs> I so fuck it. Yeah, who cares anymore? But uh, so yeah, those are like the three properties that I heard that they were doing, and I don't know if Roald Dahl has really anything more to offer. Which one's Matilda? Is that the one where is she like a witch or something? Or yeah, something. Like... You remember the movie from the nineties? Yeah, the one with like the. Little girl from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, she's got, like, weird powers or something. I don't yeah. know if she's a witch or she knows magic or... I don't know. I don't know. Seems fun. <laughs> I don't know. For kids, like, oh, I'm a little girl who has magic I wanna powers. I want to say Rosie O'Donnell was in it, but I think that was Harriet the Spy. I think you're... I think it was Harriet the Spy. Danny DeVito was in Matilda. Okay. Yeah, now I'm, now I'm kind of remembering it. Uh, Is Rhea Perlman in it? Yeah. Rhea Perlman always Rhea follows Pearl. Danny DeVito. They were banging each other on that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's right. There's the fat kid who eats cake in it. Oh yeah, now I kind of remember. Doesn't he get like a cake like dropped on his head or something? I don't. I don't know, man. All right, we're gonna watch Matilda next week. For... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's coming to Netflix. If you're interested in that, check that out. I don't know, probably next year sometime. Whenever animation takes forever, so I don't know when they're gonna do it. Yeah. And let's see, last bit of news I got, JT. Okay. Deals with the Fox-Disney merger. Whoa. Uh, it all seemed like it was going very swimmingly through this whole arbitration process. Yes. Until they hit a bit of a snag, JT. Did you hear about this? No. You hear about this? You hear about this? <laughs> Did you uh, hear about this? <laughs> See this? Uh... They were hit with a $1 billion lawsuit Oh, um, over a Malaysian theme park deal that Fox had 
before they sold their rights over to Disney. Uh-oh. So they agreed in Malaysia to build this Fox-themed theme park with all their Fox properties and stuff that they still owned. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they thought it fell through. Now, the the details on this were kind of sh- shady to me because Malaysia wanted them to have a theme park built in 30 days. Oh, Jesus. And Fox deemed that nigh impossible. <laughs> <clears throat> and they were going back and forth on whether or not they would even do it. But I guess the contract is still valid. And so now they're slapping Disney with a billion dollar lawsuit because they'd be out that much money for this theme park. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're kind of on and off the table, I wonder if it can get swept under the rug. I don't know, get some high-class Disney lawyers on it. Oh, shit. Who knows? Or just give them the gross of one of the Avengers movies, (laughs) one of the Marvel movies coming out next year. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Disney probably has the capital. Yeah. I mean, they spent just a lot of money to get Fox. Just tell Malaysia to point at a movie, and then they get that gross (laughs) of that movie next year. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. Disney is going to fucking wreck There's so much shit coming out for Disney. There's either one or two movies of Disney's coming out like almost every single month next year. Yeah. They are going to (laughs) rape. They are going to... I want to see their ending gross of Mm. next year. It would probably make me want to cry and crap. Or crap out of my eyes. It's going to (laughs) be... Disney in 2019 is going to be that scene from Breaking Bad where Skyler leads Walt into that. And he's like, "There's no, we can't put this anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> he just leads her to that the big wall. warehouse full of money. <laughs> and she's like, There's, we just can't do anymore. We can't put this anywhere else. You have to stop. No kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what I also learned is that last year, Disney globally through all their parks, made $20 billion in revenue. $20 billion so just give, in yeah, their give parks. one of those to Malaysia, then. I don't know what give they're what? doing. So, also, what on with this deal as well, that Disney doesn't want to put the a park in place of the Fox one. Yeah. Because it's next to a casino, and they want a family-friendly... Like, almost atmosphere around their park anywhere they put it. Well, just drop the kids off at the park and then go to the casino and then have... the casino would have to be, like, five miles away or something like that. Or more. Just put it right next to the casino, drop your kids (laughs) off at the theme park, go to the casino, and then uh, when you lose all your money and all your belongings, then have the human trafficker pick them up on the way out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me, really, when I mean, you put come it that on, way. It's perfect. <laughs> it's common sense. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much all the news I got, JT. So we'll see what uh, comes with that Fox-Disney deal. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, that's all the news I got. Yeah, because Disney needs more stuff. They need to get that money, JT. They they're... need all that money. You see how much they're spending? <laughs> they need that money, they need Troy. make that money back. Uh, you talked earlier about uh, Roald Dahl on Netflix. I did. Uh, Netflix even looking to get more into the live-action anime train. Okay. I don't know what you heard about this, Troy, but Netflix planning a 10-episode series adaptation of the 
very popular anime, Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, I've always heard good things about it. Same. I would like to uh, check it out. Never watched it. It's, but uh, I've heard it's great. I've heard it's like um kind of like the cusp of like Firefly, where it's like a space western type story. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I'm for this. Okay. We'll see. I am for this. And uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of news. Like the only thing I have left is uh, <laughs> I guess uh, Keanu Reeves will be playing a voice in Toy Story Four. Is he gonna be that fork? <laughs> no, I think that's Tony Hale. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's better. <laughs> That's a better choice. Uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves will be in Toy Story 4. All right. That's all my news. He's I just a John Wick action figure. <laughs> cannot find shit. <laughs> um, well, that will bring us to maybe a possible male scream? What? Male, male scream? <laughs> Times two? And the mail coming in this week, once again, from Eric. What? Eric writing in once again, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Fellas, he would probably say. Right, true. Uh, finally cut the cord to cable TV. He finally did it. Good. He's been hounding don't let, us. Don't let those cable companies keep you as a slave any longer. That's I'm right. part of Mediacom for internet. <laughs> He's finally cut the cable, and he has switched to Netflix Hulu. Anything that we can recommend to a new user to watch? Hmm. Well, uh, I personally liked Hounding of Hill House. That's a recent addition. Recent addition. It's really good. Very good. Um, right now, uh, on Hulu, we are watching a show called Baskets. We did a review on the first season of it. Um, I find it very good. Zach Galifianakis joint. Uh, yeah. He also is doing it with Louis C.K. But Louis uh, Anderson. Or oh, Louis C.K. C.K. is, is a producer, producer on it. I don't true. know. He is for the first two seasons. Yeah, and by that time, right. the second season came out. That's when his whole thing started happening. Yeah. I don't know if the third season he's on it. <laughs> uh, but Louis Anderson plays. Zach Galifianakis's mom, and it's great. Yeah, like she actually plays it, yeah, or he actually plays it, like kind of dramatically sometimes, and right. it works. It he's amazing <laughs> in it. Um, and three seasons of that are up on Hulu right now. Yeah, and they're only ten episodes each, twenty minutes. So check that out. I think that's All a good right, one. Yeah, I'll give you baskets and good place. Good place is on Netflix and Hulu. Yep, the good place. Um, that's some good TV stuff. <laughs> um. Netflix um, has a ton of good, like, uh, Ozark is really good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Hulu has Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. There you go. Totally getting to that. Um, Net- I mean, Netflix has, like, a ton of comedy specials. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't go you can't go wrong. You can throw a stone and hit something pretty good on Netflix at this point. Glow. He's a wrestling fanatic. There you go. So wrestling fan, you can watch Glow. <clears throat> there's two seasons of that out right now. Mark Maron's really good in that. Yes. Um, as well as all of the ladies <laughs> on there. That's the titular lady. Hey, ladies. Hey, lady. Uh, but yeah, Eric, you can't go wrong with those suggestions there. There you go. And heck, you'll probably find some to suggest to us too. Oh, I how bet. About, how about that? He goes on 
Secondly, with the holiday season now in full swing, it begs a question that has been debated for 30 years. Die Hard, Christmas movie or not? What say you? Well, this is a good question, Eric. Uh, I feel like uh, it's definitely about family togetherness. Okay. Because uh, John McClane is trying to save his wife. Uh-huh. Um, it's definitely festive. Of course. Uh, lots, of, lots of good cheer. Uh-huh. And uh, warm glows of fire are in there. Um, uh, I know Bruce Willis has repeatedly said that it is not a Christmas movie, so yeah, of course it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, but Troy, you will be able to be the judge because we are planning for our Monday episode on Christmas Eve. Yes. We will be doing a review of Die Hard. Yes. I didn't know if we wanted to put that out there now, but now that it's out... Our answer will finally drop Christmas Eve yes. of 2018, and we'll have the definitive answer yeah. if Is Die, Hard Die Hard's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. So tune in Christmas Eve to find out the answer to that. Um, and then he goes on to say in paragraph three, Saving Private Ryan may be as close to a perfect movie that you'll ever see. I agree with the A that you gave it. Although my favorite Tom Hanks role is Forrest Gump. I'll hang up and listen. Sent from my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Eric, as always. Um, If you've seen Gotti, let us know. Please tell me you have seen it. I would love your... If you've seen Gotti, our condolences. (laughs) Please let us know. Uh, And thanks for writing in and being a listener. Yes. You know what, Eric? Just thanks for being you. Good man. Saw his post on Facebook about not getting any snow. He's pretty sassy about it. Did you see that? He is a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. Got him. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. There we go for mail, JT. Mail. Mail. Um, Now, uh, starting next week. I, I Right before we started recording, I threw out a tweet, JT. Yeah. Uh, that tweet being, is there any movie this last year that you've missed and have not yet seen? Yeah. Um, I have gotten some responses already. Ooh. Uh, fuck, let me open it up. God damn it. How does Twitter work? <laughs> <laughs> I just locked myself out of my own phone. Here we go. Uh... Question to the audience. What movie did you miss this past year that you wish you have caught in theaters? And we have two. Hmm. One from Ben Crone from the uh, Credits uh, Due. Credits Due. I was totally spacing. The from Credits Due podcast, (laughs) Game Night. He missed Game Night in theaters. Yeah. And another listener, Mikey P. Okay. He said he missed the 2001 Remastered. 2001 of Space Odyssey remaster when oh, it came out in theaters. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yes. Um, I I did see Game Night. I have not yet seen Game Night. Ooh. Um, and I didn't see that, obviously. I don't think that 2001 remastered was even here no, in our area. No. But, like, I don't know if I would go and see 2001 remastered. 
I think if I were to ever see 2001 again, it would have to be on a big screen. Yeah, oh yeah, I could <laughs> say that uh, for sure. But I appreciate the craftsmanship of the movie. Yeah. But overall, I think it's some parts are a bit sluggish. <laughs> and uh, we did a whole review on it earlier. No, we did. Go ahead and check it out. Yeah, so check that out. Um, but you'll have all our opinions there. And if we get more throughout the night, I will chime those in. Do it. Because from here on... Well, sprinkled throughout the rest of the year, yeah. we'll be doing episode or uh, episodes about movies that movies we missed. We, yeah, movies we missed in 2018 to kind of round out our top ten list at the beginning of next year. So thank you, Ben Cron and Mikey P, for those additions. I'll well, be checking I've already in. started building my list, Troy. I've got a list right here. I showed you right before recorded. Yeah, well, you have a list of things you've you still want to watch. I'm yeah. building my, my top ten list so far. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's it's, oh it's pretty interesting. It's oh. pretty interesting so far. Are you going to flip the world on its ear? I might. <laughs> right. The world might go into total anarchy. <laughs> um, well, with all Number that... Number one, Gotti. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you just didn't get it, Troy. <laughs> it's, it's too artsy for me. <laughs> Uh, well, that being said, I do have a bit also, JT. So ah, fuck. I know. Okay. Want to load up those bits? Time once again for another episode of uh, those bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned <laughs> to Neo's bits. Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're in. Uh the person that we lost this last week is Steven Hillenberg. If you don't know who that is, he is the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Um he died Pretty early at 57 yeah. from ALS. Oof, ALS is the worst. Yeah, so... <clears throat> if you don't know what ALS is, look at pictures of Stephen Hawking. That's what ALS <laughs> does to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he created SpongeBob in 1999. Yeah. The year that uh, Prince was going on and partying all about. <laughs> He's going to party like it's 1999. Yeah. Um, not only did he do SpongeBob, but he also wrote... For Rocco's Modern Life and Rugrats, nice. you're a Nickelodeon fanatic that's, out there. That's more up my alley. I never really got into SpongeBob. Well, I think it came out a little it too was like, late. Yeah, it was right. We were we were right on the cusp of SpongeBob. Like I knew some people that still watch SpongeBob, but I was kind of falling out of Nickelodeon by the time it came out. Yeah, not that I haven't seen. I've probably seen maybe twenty episodes total. Yeah. Well, we were like, I think we were like in like eighth grade when <laughs> SpongeBob you know, came out. I want to say though, like we were actually into high school when it actually dropped. Really? Cause I want to say I was a sophomore during September 11th. We yeah, we were sophomores. So then 2000 would have been. But I think it was the early part of our freshman year. Okay. I think it dropped in the summer, so it was, like, between 8th grade and freshman, freshman year. I don't know how time works. Regardless, 
I wasn't into it. Yeah, we were but, high schoolers. And not that I wasn't into it. I just didn't. Now we're just talking a bunch of shit about SpongeBob. Yeah, fuck SpongeBob. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, obviously it caught the world by storm. Yeah. And it took it by the haunches and it just gave you everything. SpongeBob, SpongeBob. might be the most memed thing ever. Yeah. It's still being memed. Yeah. <laughs> It's still being made. Yeah. They're still making episodes of it. It's crazy. It's literally been going on for almost 20 years at this point. Yeah. So it's nutso. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't have SpongeBob without Steven Hillenburg. So with that, we tip the kappa to you, sir. Yes. Uh, Wish you a Bikini Bottom is lighting off a 21... Krabby Patty salute. Very good. To really you, pulled sir. It together there at the end. I was trying to f- think of things from SpongeBob. <laughs> Squidward finally smiled. <laughs> yeah. But had a tear in his eye. He did. Even though tears shouldn't exist in a world full of water. Listen, I don't know what to tell you anymore, man. But anyway, Steven Hillenburg, R.I.P. Yes. Well, with that news, JT, let's lighten it up. With a little tourney of random Well, I got some trailers, Troy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't have any, so I don't have any in my notes. I got a few. Uh, Well, it's two teasers. Uh, One is uh, one that's not so much done. Uh, (laughs) One that's not so well known, and one that was pretty big that came out on uh, Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that came out not too long ago is uh, Disney is doing an adaptation of the children's book series Artemis Fowl. Oh, okay. I don't know. Have you heard about it? I'm at all? only vaguely even familiar with it. Uh, they put out like a teaser trailer for it. Uh, it looks like typical like CG fantasy Disney shit. Okay. <laughs> but from what I heard, like the premise is pretty interesting. Like. It's pretty much like a 10-year-old that's like a criminal in like this fairy land. Okay. Is he the fowl? Yeah, he's the he is the titular Artemis fowl. <laughs> okay. Good. But I guess in the books he's like he actually comes off as like a huge dick. Like he's like a like a crime boss in like this oh. fairy world and he's oh. like 10 years old. He's the gaudy of fairy world. He's gaudy. Yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers trying to take my fairies. More on that later. People's prick. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even got a pew my prick. <laughs> uh, next one, Troy. Yeah. Uh, you brought up last week that there was supposed to be a huge trailer on Black Friday for Avengers. Rumored to be, yes. Didn't happen. No, it but they did, not. did. We did get a big teaser trailer, regardless, on uh, Black Friday, which was uh, the Lion King mm. put out a teaser trailer for its new live action film coming out. Yes, and it looks like every a bunch of scenes from the Lion King in CG now. Yes. That's all I can really say. It does not look any different from the cartoon. No. Um, I think I brought this up um, when I referenced Dumbo last week. Yeah. Is that all these remakes that they're doing are pretty much just the same. 
Like, Dumbo yeah. looks like the one that's going to actually depart a little bit from its original source and maybe change the story up a little bit. Yeah. But this looks like this the looks like King. they're just straight up mining nostalgia at this point like yeah they're not really <clears throat> creating anything they're just finding nostalgia and mining it for money because <laughs> i want to say like lion king is pretty pretty tight pretty perfect yeah it's one like, of the... it's not even like that much made in the past that it <laughs> warrants right uh, that's an odd way to say it, but yes, you're right. I know. I was, I was trying to piece it together <laughs> as I was going, but <laughs> it's like it, it's it's new enough. You don't need. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But what, you never know. Like it came out when we were kids, and now we're adults that will go see it and take our kids. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, Disney knows what they're doing. They'll probably make a billion dollars off mm-hmm. it. What are we doing? I'm gonna give it to, give it to Malaysia. <laughs> that's right, but. Uh yeah, so anyway, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it because they've got a pretty cool cast lined up for all the Yeah, characters. I am interested interested to see what they do with the cast. And I guess I did hear that uh Amy Sedaris is in the cast. She's playing a completely created role for the film. Oh, okay. So, I guess they are adding they mu- they must be adding new stuff to it. Okay. But I don't know. They're not going to I don't can't see them straying too much from the story right and um or even like straying that much from actual scenes that were in the movie yeah but i don't know we'll see yeah all right yeah well whatever we'll see we'll see what's going on we'll see we'll see we'll see but uh you said it troy tournament of random movies we're there uh, Beer Fest versus The Lone Ranger yes. was last week. Did you see you won, Troy? No. Uh, Troy, you can rest easy. Beer Fest is out. Yes! The Lone Ranger has won. Yes! I'll double check to make sure, because I didn't see, but last I saw it was winning by quite a bit, so I just came just to the conclusion. <laughs> like, yeah, this this fucking one. Yeah, there you go. Lone Ranger... Beat Beer Fest. Yes. Finally, the internet is working in my favor. <laughs> so no Beer Fest. Ben Cron was who was who was the one that said that beer they wanted. No, it was the, one of those guys from Madison or something that wanted Beer Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to troll me real hard. <laughs> he just wants to troll you. It was F- Phil, pop culture Phil. Fucking Phil. <laughs> yeah, just fucking with us. Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> But we got our final four now, Troy. All right. We got our final four, and uh, it's going to start with our first semifinal. Okay. With Street Fighter versus Jerry Maguire. Okay. What do you got in this one, Troy? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm leaning right off the bat towards one. And I'll, I, I, I think I'll say it. I, I'm leaning a little more towards Jerry Maguire on this one. I, think. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I think uh, Street Fighter would make a fun episode. Yeah. But I'd rather watch Jerry Maguire. I know. I I haven't seen Jerry I don't think I've ever seen Jerry Maguire all the way through. Right. Yeah. So, there you and go. That, I think that's what, I, that's what I'm leaning towards this one. Okay. See what the internet thinks. There you go. Street Fighter, Jerry Maguire Mm -hmm. for next week. Okay. It's going to be interesting. All right. 
So make sure you vote, retweet it, get your friends to vote on it. Get your shitty friends to vote on it. Get your dumb, (laughs) bullshit-ass friends to vote. That's what I do. (laughs) Troy's been paying people out the ass to not to vote for Lone Ranger last (laughs) week. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it, Troy. You'll you'll know <laughs> when the, the one I, I this may be saying too much, but you know the one uh, that I want to win is losing when I'm retweeting that son of a bitch like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm not even coy about it. Sometimes I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to watch Beer Fest. Vote for Retweet. this. Retweet poll. I have fuck beer fest. (laughs) Oh, shit. Fun. We have fun here, don't we? Oh, we have a blast. Look at the smiles. Smiles all over our faces. Speaking of fun. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into our just leftover dump of a turkey. We're not even trying to hide what we think of it. I mean, it's obviously a bad movie. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to come out of this mean like, I think I really you know. It. You know what? I think America got it wrong. <laughs> uh, dropping June 15th, 2018. Summer release. <laughs> That's right. Uh, with a budget of $10 million. All right. Uh, domestically, Gotti made... million (laughs) and worldwide didn't release (laughs) didn't release worldwide didn't do so well Uh, Rotten Tomatoes this has this at a zero (laughs) percent IMDB has it at a 4.9 out of 10 Peter Travers from Rolling Stone magazine all right has this at a one out of four and Metacritic, as it said, twenty four percent. Jesus. Yes. JT, do we even want to try to say Troy what happened in this movie? I. You want to give it a college try? You want to pass the buck <sighs> to me? Jesus Christ! You can try. I don't even know. I can't even tell you what the fuck happens in this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is a biopic documenting. Points in the life of the Teflon Don, John Gotti. Yeah. A real-life mobster of the Gambino family. Yeah. Leader. Uh, he was the boss of... Well, yeah. Becomes the the head Don. Head Don. Of the uh, Gambino fam. And uh, was, was christened the name the Teflon Don as he was in... Uh, Went to court four times in five years and never had anything stick to him. Yeah. So that's how we got that name. Uh, So the movie is a stylized biopic of his life, jumping around in different points in time. Jumping. (laughs) And then we'll uh, get to that, and then it just kind of ends. There you, there you go. That's is that good enough? Does that kind of do it justice? Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably closer than I probably would have said. I 
could I'm not, not trying to try to give you specifics during it because I really couldn't probably tell you. Yeah. Yeah, it, a lot of this movie was just waiting to waiting until I noticed something that was happening of substance. Yeah. Okay, so this movie starts out very odd. In very which, odd. And okay, so it starts out very odd and ends very odd in these weird kind of bookends. Yeah. And it's like a fourth wall breaking thing where John Travolta as Gotti is talking to you, the audience. Yeah. About how the only, if you grew up on the streets, the only two things for a man to do is go to jail or die. <laughs> and I did both. And I did both. And then title card, Gotti. Now, doesn't everyone die? <laughs> and then, uh, so you're like, I think that's, that's not fuck? about living on the streets. It's about being human. Human so, beings always die. <laughs> so at first, I I thought it was going to be like a weird thing where he's kind of like narrating maybe the whole story. Yeah. And it immediately does not. Because yeah. then it jumps into old man Gotti in jail. Well, no, for well, this is what confused me because they, they start diving into like his story, but it's not like how he started. They just go right into... I did this mission once where I shot a guy. And you're like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so you shot a guy. And then they go, without any explanation, it's the end of the movie. Yeah. They're going, like, 50, like 30 years into the future, and his son is talking to old man him. Yeah. Who's got fucking throat cancer. And you're like, wait, did I hit a button? What what happened? <laughs> They don't explain. They don't even like give you like a year where it's like, oh, we're in the future now. Yeah, they do that later, but they don't do it here. Yeah, and those fucking those scenes in the prison are useless. Yeah, because they're kind of treated as like they're the same scene like four different times. <laughs> and it's at first it, it's kind of treated like how Columbo was tra- talking to Be- uh, Fred Savage in the beginning of The Princess Bride. Yeah. It's like, let me tell you a story about my life or whatever. Yeah, but then he doesn't. He's just he no. just repeats the same shit over and over. <laughs> Every scene is him repeating the same shit over and over again. M- motherfucker, I got in here. Uh, you can't you can't say you're guilty because they just fuck with you like they fuck with me. They fuck with me all the time. I'm looking out for you. Yeah. And it's like all this shit with pop. I can't. I can't do that. I need to take the plea, pa. Motherfucker, you can't do this stupid shit, motherfucking fuck fuck. <laughs> You yeah. can't fucking do this fucking shit fuck. I know. I know. <laughs> sometimes when we are a bit loosened up, we are liberal with the F word. But My God, this, this movie. This movie is like. As a crutch. Yeah. He'll be like happy as can be and he'll be like, I'm eating a fucking hot dog. Mm-hmm. And we're like, <laughs> like yeah. what is happening? I don't, you're going to let this guy dress up as a fucking police officer? Yeah. And he's like, What's the matter with you? <laughs> there's, <laughs> literally, you something? there's literally a scene where him and his wife are just yelling, What's the matter with you? Like three times back. <laughs> what's, what's the matter with you? Eh? You're going to have a police officer. What's the matter with you? Y'all be in prison. What's the matter with you? They're literally, it's, it's like a scene where they're just yelling, What's the matter with you? Back and forth at each other. Yeah. It, I, <laughs> that scene was amazing. <laughs> Um, this, let me uh, pull up my, uh, notes on my phone here really quick. Oh, look out. Oh, man. 
little brothers baking up a batch of whoop ass on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to check I'm it out. Another batch of whoop ass. <laughs> um, this movie has a very strange soundtrack. Yeah, it was glaringly bad. Yeah, it was. It was mostly eighties music and Pitbull. <laughs> There were three Pitbull songs in this movie. Yeah. And so I, at first I thought that when they were jumping around in time, they're using popular songs of that year or era to tell you what time this was taking place. Yeah. But that can't be true. No. Because there is a... Gotti died in 2002. Yeah. And Pitbull... The songs they were playing wasn't even relevant until 2012. There is a distinct scene in this movie where it's a cookout in 1985, and they are playing, blaring over the sound system at this cookout in 1985, Fireball by Pitbull. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) At first, I didn't notice it because I wasn't really paying attention to the years so much. I just knew that... It was progressing in time. I wasn't paying attention to the year specifically. Sea Danger was jumping in and out of this movie, um, and she noticed it. Because she's like, what year was this? And I'm like, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. And she's like, well, he died in 2002. Fireball didn't come out until 2012. And I'm like, are you kidding? I don't even think this movie is in 2002 right now. Yeah. So that is even more amazing. Yeah. It, no, it's it's a, it's a the scene where they're playing Fireball in the background is 1985. Oh, my God. Um, so not only is that in here, there's another Pitbull song. And then Pitbull, I think Pitbull wrote a song for this movie as well. I think that's the one that like, plays at the opening credits. Yes. Like, I think my first note was... You know this is going to be a bad movie when Pitbull is the first thing you hear. Yeah. And <laughs> that was one of my first notes, too. Uh, what is the point of having the old family videos set to Pitbull music in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> because they also did things where they cut in and out of real-life footage. Yeah. Where they had, like, Dan Rather and a few things here, or the real Gotti. Yeah, they'll do scenes where it's like they'll just show... Video, like news footage of the right of the actual Gotti, and then they'll show newspaper headlines with John Travolta's head on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, strange. What? Why? If you're gonna do the whole like Pick a lane. dramatization and real life footage, just show the real life newspaper clippings. <laughs> Don't yeah. take newspaper clippings showing John Travolta's head, and then show news footage of the actual John Gotti. Yeah. What the strange. fuck is happening? <laughs> And I was like, what is the point? Like, I was kind of like, it was early on in the movie, so I didn't want to just, like, shun it right off the bat. But I was like, what's the point of showing the real-life footage? We already know he's real. <laughs> like, we, you can you can look up that this is a real story, but why do we need to show the real him and a dramatized him? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would want to I even think they that. show actual footage of a dead body in this where I'm like, can you show that in a movie? Do they? Yeah. Like I think they show like the actual guy that was killed at that steakhouse. Hmm. I don't know. I must. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. 
But they, they go know. back and forth between that news know. footage where I was like, is that the act? Are they actually showing the the dead body of the guy in the limo <laughs> outside that steakhouse that got shot? Like, I don't the know. fuck is happening? Like it, I guess it didn't really bother me so much that <clears throat> it would show like Dan Rather or something. Because I'm like, it is like a biopic. Yeah. So like cutting to things... Like, Dan Rather, oh, and, uh, here is, uh, John Gotti here, uh, murdering people or whatever. It's like, that's fine. Spot on Dan Rather, by Thank the way. Thank you so much. I've been working on it, really. Um, and another thing that tipped me off that I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be good, because the opening crawl had, like, nine production studios Oh, with my it. God. They just kept coming and coming and coming. Yeah. It was insane yeah. how many there I, were. I, I almost wanted to check the timestamp after they got rid of all got through all those production companies. One of them being Movie Pass. Yeah, one of them is Movie Pass. And there was a whole controversy when this movie came out with Movie Pass. Yeah. Because they were just cramming this movie down your throat that you almost had to see it because it was the only movie offered yeah. to see because about at this time they were going under yeah and so it's like well if you want to still use it you can see Gotti. yeah and i saw statistic that 40 percent of the opening gross was from movie pass owners which by the way i had to recancel movie pass this week again yeah they still been deducting things yeah jesus fuckers Christ. yeah holy fuck shit. movie pass <laughs> i got an email where it's like hey movie pass a member and i'm like what and then I went and, and then I saw that they were like trying to charge me again. I'm like, cancel. <laughs> God, you are not getting that money back. <laughs> I just want them to go under. Uh, it. I'm, I'm surprised they're not yet. Yeah. How are, do people still use it? I have not I heard about know. it in a long time. <sighs> I thought they were done. Um, and also to go back to piggyback on the music a few times too they use a lot of pop music in this well not i guess not necessarily pop music but popular music um of the era which like i said but like there's points where they use it to such a volume that i can't even really understand the dialogue that i was know because everyone has that thick new york like italian accent yeah you can't understand a fucking thing anyone's saying <clears throat> and especially when you got pitbull blaring over top of it and you're like yeah. what are they talking about in there's this? like some really odd scenes that they have like music blaring too like you're literally watching a man burn to death to west end girls yeah it's, <laughs> so like almost every single scene too like, i noticed when they started playing music it's like every single scene had a piece of music to it Mm-hmm. There was not really any real score yeah. to this. Here or there, I'm like, oh, there are just a few like moving notes. But there, I wouldn't say there's a real score. Yeah. They just used a soundtrack throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And it's like, it was all over the place and just blaring and loud. And I didn't care for it, really. Yeah. They like bought like... An I love the '80s soundtrack and yeah. Pitbull's album, and then they just <laughs> yeah. were like, "Okay, here's our soundtrack." Yeah, <laughs> bad. It was bad. Um, and I, I don't think we have to even mention this really, but we said that it jumps around in time, especially a lot near the beginning. 
like going back and forth and back and forth. Once it finally kind of sets into a story, it kind of just progresses forward a little bit. Yeah. It still does jumps in time. If, if you call it a story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess throughout the movie yeah. that you're watching, it jumps kind of all over the place. And that does not help it at all either. No. Because it is choppy as fuck. Yeah, there's so many scenes where like, like yeah, like you said, there's jumps in time. And then there's sometimes where it's like, they just don't give you the date. So right. then you don't even know where the what happens in this scene in relation to everything else. Right. Like, they'll just, like, cut to something, and they'll be like, hey, it's at uh, Times Square. And then they won't give you the date, and then they'll give you the date for the next scene, and, and then it's, like, five years in the future, where it's like, so when, when, that, when that last scene take place? Right. <laughs> you didn't give right. us a date for that last scene. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I It was bad. Like, I usually don't even... It's bad when I realize that it's bad, because otherwise I don't think I would notice. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, reading in this. Like, they just give you, they either give you, like, places or names, like, and they give yeah. you it a lot. They don't introduce any of it to you, they just give it to you in text form, <laughs> and then you're like, what am I supposed to do with this fucking information? <laughs> Why do yeah. I care? It's taking place in the in these boroughs. <laughs> yeah. What is this, what is this in relation to me? I don't know where this is. I don't know who this guy is. Why are you showing me his name? Right. <laughs> and I also could never remember anybody's name in this either. No, because there'll be times they don't even tell you. They just show it to you when they just like they they like pan across him. They just show you his name and the fucking thing, and you're like, okay, is that supposed to be important? <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll have like these big conversations where like fucking Travolta's like we go Polly, Polly's over here fucking with us, man. I don't know the- Who's Polly? Yeah, I don't, know I don't the fuck who this- is Polly. Yeah, who the fuck this guy know. is? So like that was like another big like problem too. Like I I, I never really felt really any tension because they yeah. never told a real story. Yeah, they're just giving you a clip show of this guy's life. Yeah. Like, oh, I got Johnny the Fish over here. He's trying to fuck with me. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do. You got Polly over my my ass. I'm like, who are these fucking people? Yeah, is is that Polly the Fish? And how is he <laughs> fucking with you? Yeah. He seems like he's just over there having a drink. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's. I I don't know. Like, I think this would have. Maybe we'll play, let's play a game on how you would make this this story about this man's life better. How would you go about doing it? Like, well, I feel like this is almost done. This movie is almost made in, like, the sense of, like, a fan fiction. Like, somebody who was a really big fan of John Gotti just, like, uses all of their geeky knowledge about him to make, like, a a movie they can jerk off to. Because it's like, it's like, I felt like this movie was, like, a, a, like, New York crime era thesis paper <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. You are, you're explaining a bunch of people. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. And I, it's just, I could not tell what the fuck was happening. I, I know this movie was trying to be made since like 2010. Yeah. It went through like several different uh, scripts and directors and stuff before it finally stuck with one of the guys from Entourage directing it. Yeah, the Dylan, whatever his name is. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, 
And it also had a bunch of names attached to it at one point and names that they were trying to get. Like, Joe Pesci was originally cast as, uh, like, Gotti's, like, right-hand man. Oh, the, uh... The bigger, heftier uh, guy. The guy from, uh, Constantine that yes. would, like... <laughs> yeah, carved that thing yeah, in his hand. Yeah, carved in his hand. <laughs> and then, uh, Lindsay Lohan was originally cast for this, too. Oh, my God. So, both of them were... Well, Lindsay Lohan was let go from the producers. Yeah. They didn't want her in it. And then, that was probably, like, when she was, like... Fucking fucking up way big time back yeah. in like 2010 or whatever. Yeah. And then Joe Pesci sued the movie because he was cast as the friend, so he put on a ton of weight. Yeah. And then they recast him. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I put on a bunch of weight and you fucking recast me as this guy? <laughs> That's why. I've been working on a lot of voices. Yeah, you're over Leo Getzing over here. <laughs> uh, so... So he sued the production company for doing that. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. I didn't even care to look. <laughs> Which to one be of honest. the eight or nine yeah, that are I don't fucking know. on this movie? And then there was um, also Sly Stallone was championed by uh, John Gotti Jr., the real life John Gotti Jr., to be yeah. in this movie, and he never was. The one would play me. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty much a me. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the John Gotti Jr. in this is is it's over over the course of thirty years doesn't age. No, nah. even like show like footage of the actual John Gotti Jr. Like when he gets, like they'll like show like footage of like the person playing John Gotti Jr. Like sitting in the court, and then they'll show real footage, and it's like the real footage is like this dude that's like. 200 pounds heavier and like <laughs> yeah I, looks like shit and then you have this other guy that's just like this pretty boy yeah handsome. yeah this pretty boy with his slicked back hair where you're like this is awful yeah. don't even show this <laughs> i also i also like to like even at the very like farthest future moments of this where he's talking to his dad in the prison yeah like he's supposed to be like 40 years old here yeah, he's got to be 40, because, like... And all that they did was put glasses on him to make him look older. Yeah, and then they, like, fluffed up his hair, as opposed to not <laughs> yeah. having it look like it, someone fucking took a shit on it and, like, slicked it all the way back. Yeah. His hair was so gross in this. Yeah, and it's... I don't think this was, like, a haircut that was in, like, the 80s. No, like, yeah, the he, side had, like, shave. yeah he had the side shave with, like, the fucking long hair slicked all the way back, and, right. like... Slick back to where it's like you go through probably like a jar of pomade an hour. <laughs> and it I think it was working against him that he didn't really have that long a hair either. Yeah. So it wasn't like never really you would have to use a lot of pomade to get that shit to stick down. Anyway. It's not even it's like I know quite a bit about hair. If you're gonna have hair like <laughs> if you're gonna have hair like that, just shave your fucking head because it's like it's not even moving. Yeah. It looks like it's, it looks like his hair looks like it was painted on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, I found out that a uh, weird fact about this that uh, I think the Gotties are actually like like uh, consultants for this movie as well. Yeah. Because like Travolta was wearing like some of John Gotti's actual clothing in this movie. Oh my god! And he said like that intro bookend scene where he was doing that whole weird fourth wall meta stuff. Yeah. That he's like, 
I really got into that, and it's so memorable because I could smell his cologne on his old coat. Ugh. And I'm like, Travolta, you are fucking weird. Yeah, this movie tries to make Gotti seem like a fucking hero, where he, he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he was obviously a piece of shit, but yeah. like, they also try to play that dichotomy. He's like, he's keeping this neighborhood safe. They don't, or, yeah, like, it. this movie's a huge fucking uh, crime of like, Telling us stuff, but not showing us. Yes. Like, the only thing it really shows you in terms of, like, how he helps the neighborhood is, like, that one scene at the fucking, at the, the Pitbull barbecue. Right. Where, like, cops show up and they're like, look, you're, it's too loud. We're going to shut you down. It's like, you can't shut me down. Fine, you can put me in prison. I'll, I'll just get a bunch of lawyers and fuck with you or whatever. And then yeah. the cops are like, oh, okay, we'll just leave. Whatever. Like, turn it up. And then they're like, everyone's like, yeah, got it. <laughs> Yeah, you're disturbing the peace. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> 1985. <laughs> but yeah, but they just like, they do all this shit and then they're like interviewing. Every person that they show that was interviewed about uh, John Gotti is just seems like the biggest, like, dumb fucking mook asshole <laughs> yeah that's perfectly said like he's just like hey, boy he's fucking protecting the neighbor we got fucking crime out there this guy's fucking re- regulating yeah. this shit why are they putting him in jail bullshit <laughs> yeah like uh i don't know maybe because he's a fucking crime boss <laughs> and he's having people murdered <laughs> yeah you never fucking killed anybody he never fucking killed anybody, and he just killed, he killed his own coin. Yeah. Like, you don't fuck, man, you don't know. Shut up. <sighs> Jesus Christ, and we wonder why Trump is president. <laughs> um, so, I, um, I watched one review uh, this morning about this movie to see, like, if they would bring up anything that I would miss or whatever. Yeah. So I can make sure I write it down to, like, comment on it. <laughs> And that really didn't say anything else different than what, like, I was going to say. But that led me to, like, it auto-played into a real-life 60 Minutes segment where they were interviewing John Jr. Yeah. And I want to say that the person making this film also saw that interview. Yeah. Because the very in order of when John (laughs) Gotti... um, Oh, it's like it's like after he tells his old man story and then it jumps to the beginning of the movie, like in the earliest parts of the movie. Yeah. From that point until, well, I just listened to John Gotti talk until I couldn't listen anymore. And to the point where like he pulls up to the house that doesn't even know where it is because he's getting out of jail. Yeah. That all of those beats that he was telling 60 Minutes was exactly how it played out in the movie. <laughs> like, verbatim. Like, even the exact verbiage oh, that they use in the perfect. movie was from this 60 Minutes interview. Oh, my God. And I'm like, this is uncanny. I need to bring this up. It was like I was watching it again. Like, it, it, it was... It was <laughs> It, it was unreal. I'm like, oh no way God. they didn't just make a movie of the 60 Minutes interview. Yeah, just put in the credits based on the 60 Minutes of John Gotti <laughs> Jr. getting interviewed. It was unreal. I couldn't even I couldn't even believe it. And then that's pretty much all I got 
about this entire movie because oh, like man. it i don't think it really comes to a fulfilling ending do you have any more notes no they just um well just based just based on like uh specific things in general but right like yeah it's just they just get to a point where like yeah everyone everyone's going to jail and they don't really like nothing gets explained like they just they just do shit for the sake of doing shit. Like in in the beginning, when uh, uh, Travolta shoots that dude, and then uh, then they do an old man scene, yep. and then they go to and then they just cut right to Travolta's in jail, but it's a like younger Travolta. Right. We're like, oh, so he went to jail for uh, for shooting that guy, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, he gets out and like, yeah, and then I went to jail again for shooting that one guy, and I'm like. So why'd you go to jail the first time? <laughs> like, they just do shit. Like, they don't even, like, lead up to scenes. They just present scenes, and they never tell you how they got there. Like, they'll just have, like, a scene where Travolta's in jail. Then they cut to old man Travolta being like, I told him to bring, told him to bring my, your fucking transcript so I can read it. I don't care about my cancer. I care about you getting out of jail. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to go to jail. They put part of my tit on my face. Yeah, I got I got tit on my face. <laughs> yeah, so they'll do that for a fucking awesome five minutes. And then they'll like cut to like back in the past. And then he's like at home. And he's like, wasn't he in jail before? How'd he got out of jail? I don't know. And that one scene, too, where, like, he goes to visit his dentist and then does a mission, like... Yeah, well, he was still in jail, and then he he got these dental visits where he could go to the dentist, and then he could, like, sneak... The sneak dentist was the crooked. Or something? The dentist was crooked, so he let him sneak out the back door to another car where he could do a hit and then go back to the dentist, get changed back up into scrubs, and then go back to prison. Jesus. Where I was like, okay, whatever, but they don't, they don't give you any basis for the the things that he's doing. He's no. just shooting people. Yeah, and I'm like, so why then you're is like, this important. Yeah, why is this important? And then why did he kill that guy? <laughs> like, you're not showing, you're not giving me any basis for why he's doing things. He's just doing things, and then it feels like the director's just like jerking off. He's like, oh yeah, John Gotti, yeah, John Gotti's cool. <laughs> I, the the disappointing thing is like I think. That his actual story, not the movie, but, like, this man's life, I think is interesting. Yeah. And, and I would like to see it played out, maybe dramatized, but maybe it's just better just watching, like, a real... I think the most interesting part of this movie was, like, the ending headline when they talked about, like, how, uh, I guess, like, they talk about, like, how police officers were, like, setting all of these, like, murderers and, like rapists free because they were giving information on John Gotti Jr. Yeah. And they wanted it they wanted to put him away for more time. Where it's like it could this movie could totally be like a statement on like how far are our law enforcement willing to go to put away one guy? Like how much are they willing to like break down the the social system just to aim for one guy because they have a vendetta. Yeah. Like, that would be an interesting story. Yeah. But they don't do that. They just fucking... They, they comment on it a bunch of times, but the movie is just a bunch of random scenes that fucking <laughs> Kevin Dillon is getting hard over. <laughs> like, oh, we got to put that fucking steakhouse hit in there because that... Oh, my God. I remember seeing on the news and I fucking jizzed my pants. <laughs> Bro. Bro? 
Because, <laughs> like, the way this movie introduces characters, like, I even, like, wrote it as a, let me let me read my verbatim note. Uh, I love verbatim notes. <laughs> It's like, so many names of people I don't know or care about. I feel like I'm at someone else's high school reunion. Yeah, perfectly well said. Because <laughs> like, they literally just, they just show people, they don't introduce them, they just show, they just have their name underneath them, like, talking to somebody, and then they won't be, like, a part of the story until, like, 20 minutes later, I and mean, when you've already forgotten about them. Yeah. And then you're like, who is he in relation to somebody else? Like, uh, it's Pauly. You know, I just shot, shot Pauly. Who's, who the fuck is Pauly? <laughs> I swear there's like nine fucking Pauls in this movie, and they never say who's who. It's like, fucking, I got fucking Paul fucking trying to kill me, and then got this other Paul over here trying to fuck with me. Pauly. Why don't you just say, Paul. yeah, why don't you just say him? Just say just say the fucking adjective or pronoun. Yeah. Just refer to people in pronouns. That's about the same fucking thing. Yeah. You're just saying random people's names I could give less of a fuck about. Yeah. It's it's at, at, at one point you just go numb in this movie and it's like, all right, what is what yeah. is, what else? Like I mean, I won't say I was angry at this as I was like uh noise. But I was like, I was just confused. I was like, I, why am I still watching this? Yeah, I like, and all with all of its faults, it's also just kind of boring. Yeah, because you can't. There's nothing really to get behind, and so you're just watching this progression of scenes happen, and some of them really don't go anywhere. To yeah, they progress don't. A story. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, what is this? And you just like, like near the end, I literally was just nodding off. And then I caught the ending, and I'm like, "Do I need to go back? Nah. <laughs> like, what? What? What would I gain from it? Yeah. Like the last 20 minutes, I was like in and out of it, and I'm like, "What did I really miss? Not yeah, nothing. They don't they don't say a fucking thing in yeah. this. So I don't really have much to say yeah. about it. Um, else, let me just oh. <laughs> One of the scenes that I thought was... Did you uh, watch the scene when uh, his son is hit by that car? Yeah. It is... Does that driver look at all impaired? No. Like, what the... No, not that I can remember. (laughs) It looks like... Like, how the fuck did that kid get hit? Like, there's even, like, a... They even show, like, the kid, like, weaves into the road, and the guy is just casually driving, and then just cuts to, like... Tires screeching, yeah, and then people screaming, yeah. Where it's like the guy wasn't going any faster than thirty miles an hour in this like residential area, uh-huh. and he is well aware the kids like close to him because he sees the kid drive into the road and then back out. So what was he do? Did he literally just want to murder a child? <laughs> don't know. There's like, <laughs> like this guy is just like. No, they don't show anything where it's like he's not like distracted or anything. I'm pretty sure he's got his hands at ten and two on the fucking <laughs> steering wheel, even. And th- and then it's just like they cut to fucking uh, Kelly Preston uh, at the fucking washing dishes, and then they hear like you hear like tires screech. Like he automatically just went from thirty miles an hour to seventy miles per hour when they cut away, so he could murder this child. <laughs> hey man, 
I hit a deer going 30 miles an hour, and I told it out my car. So, <laughs> but think of what you can do with a kid. Even, even if, <laughs> so, yeah, when you're driving, like, if the deer were to run into the road and then run back out, would you slow down? Oh, yeah. A little I, bit? Obviously, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's such a fucking dumb scene. It's like, they don't, even, they don't present any reason why the driver would hit the kid. They present a bunch of reasons why he shouldn't have hit the kid. But, yeah, no reason why he, he should have. And it's so dumb. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, and it's too bad because like, that was, like, one of the more emotional parts of the movie. And at one point, I thought it could actually be emotional. But, like, it, it's never, it's, yeah. it doesn't play it well enough that no. I could ca- I care enough there's a scene where <laughs> Travolta goes up to Kelly Preston and she's like hysterical and he's like oh, just get the fuck over go eat some fucking cereal four years later <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a- legit legit that's what it is they just they, she's like hysterical and he's like oh, I mean it, it sucks but just get the fuck over it go eat some fucking cereal four years later Christmas party she's fine yeah <laughs> it's like well, I mean, they do, um, after that, they do show that he's kind of like a tough guy and keeping like a straight face and like doing all that with his family. But then as soon as everybody's in bed, like John Jr. wakes up and looks downstairs and his dad's crying in the chair. And I'm like, that should have been played off a little bit more to show that he actually has an emotional side. Yeah. But then that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, he doesn't show any other emotion except for anger in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Travolta plays john Gotti like everything pisses him off even things that he likes <laughs> yeah i like, fucking oh, really like that i'm so fucking happy right now what the fuck <laughs> i'm ecstatic look at my boy i'm so fucking proud of him <laughs> now get out of here yeah god damn it i'm so fucking proud get the fuck out of here i fucking love you <laughs> what's the matter you are uh? yeah what's the matter what's the matter with you uh? what are you doing <laughs> God. Oh my. Nothing makes him happy. <laughs> no. Um I got my fucking tit on my face. <laughs> Pupil is prick. <laughs> uh so yeah, anyway, this movie is obviously bad. It's flawed from like the floor up. <laughs> yeah. But I really do think that the actual real man's life story would be interesting. And I, while doing research on it, I've seen that there's other things out there of his story. Yeah. I, I think it's more of it's like a documentary kind of type stuff. But maybe I would get more out of that than I would like a dramatization yeah. or something. Yeah, this is literally like Kevin Dillon fucking jerking himself off. Like jerking off to like stories he's heard about John Gotti. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's no good. I mean, it's, it's yeah. movie's an obvious F. It's probably... <laughs> I would say even compared to Noise, this is probably the worst movie we've ever done on here. Because <laughs> um, it is yeah. just like... What did we do last year for... Uh, Book of Henry. But Book of Henry Book was of even more... Than this. Like this is... like I remember you always bring up the the point that, well, at least the story was coherent. And I'm always like kind of brush you off where it's like, I don't give a fuck if it's coherent. It sucks. <laughs> But then this is then I watch this where like the story is very incoherent. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I have more respect for that opinion. 
<laughs> that okay, I can I'll I'll give you credit that the story was coherent because this is not coherent in uh-huh. the slightest. No, it's not. It's it's bad all the way through. Yeah, this is like Happy Gilmore syndrome or uh, Billy Madison syndrome, where I feel even dumber about John Gotti's life having watched this. <laughs> I award you no points and make God yeah. have mercy on your soul. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, it's an obvious F like it's not even so bad. It's good Mm-mm. because I think that's the appeal of some people to want to watch this. And I didn't know even going in, if that was going to be the case, I just heard it was bad. Yeah. It's just don't see it. There's some laughably, laughably bad parts in this, but it's not enough to watch the movie. No, just find the scene where they're playing Pitbull at a, at a barbecue in 1985 and then that's about it that's that's the most fun you'll have yeah i even like the funny lines that we keep bringing up aren't even that funny in the context of the movie yeah it's just that we've said them a hundred times and i think they're funny so yeah the movie's bad i recommend not watching it at all no not even for like a fun don't even yeah drinking no thing don't even do it yeah don't just don't yeah, don't play this at a party expecting to have fun because everyone's just going to fall asleep. Yeah, and everyone's going to hate you and never come to a party of yours again. <laughs> and send you to jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, is there anything else you were into this last week, JT? Um, I watched the movie Alpha Yeah, that came out this last year. Uh, I would say if you're a dog lover, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. Okay. Did you do you know about the movie Alpha? Uh, I yeah, a little bit. It's but. like it takes place like I think they even say it's like twenty thousand years in the past, mm. and it's like about like a kid that becomes friends with like a wolf. But uh, no, there was some charming moments to it. It made me like want to like hug my dog, and then my dog was being an asshole and then i was like well, fuck you then <laughs> so you punched your dog instead. yep yeah so it, it caused animal abuse so it's a good movie <laughs> but i mean it, it was fine like it the cg there's definitely some cg moments where it's not that well done but you can tell it's like a cheaper film but all in all i, I thought it was for what it's worth i thought it was pretty charming okay i liked it and uh a movie that was suggested to me from Credits Due okay. this past week. I watched a movie on Netflix called Caliber. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear Credits Due this last week yet? No, I must have missed it. I thought I downloaded all of my new episodes, but I, I'm going to go look right now. But um, I think uh, Tyler Owen brought it up as like his uh, recommendation for the week. And uh, I was just laying in bed and I couldn't sleep, so I watched it. It is really fucking good. I think it's like a movie from, uh, I want to say Scotland, but okay. it's like a Netflix original. And um, I won't, uh, I, I want to give away too much because it's definitely one of those where you kind of have to have it wash over you. But it's it's basically like two friends go on a hunting trip in like a small town in in uh, Scotland and shit just fucking goes downhill. Okay. And it's really fucking tense. Like it so much of it is like it, it's hard for me to say that I wouldn't do what they do in this and what happens to them? I'm like, "Well, fuck." 
<laughs> like, because they, they, even though they end up in some crazy ass situations, they still seem to be somewhat rash, like have like somewhat, somewhat like rationale about the situation and try to tackle it in what they think is the best way possible. And it still just leads them down a bigger hole of bullshit where you just, because you feel like they're doing like the best thing possible then you feel like the bad shit happening to them is happening to you. Oh, boy. Where you're like, oh, God, it's so fucking tense. But it's it's really fucking good. I highly suggest it. And uh, kudos to uh, Credits Due for the recommendation, because it is a really fucking good movie. I downloaded the recent app just now. I don't know why it didn't update. I've been updating every morning, and just didn't show up anyway so i'll listen to that tomorrow yeah but uh caliber on netflix it's it's spelled like the weird european way it's like c-a-l-l-i-b-r-e okay calibre yeah <laughs> but it's caliber okay um but it it's fucking jesus christ geez. good <laughs> I, I praise uh anything else that that's it <clears throat> um i haven't been into too much this last week um, I read a few comics. They're pretty good. Um, uh, otherwise, I've just been watching Baskets. Uh, season nice. two and three are now on Hulu. So we've been getting into that. And I want to get back into it. Me and Molly are still working our way through Bob's Burgers. Oh, geez. There's quite a bit of that. Though. I know. I'm... <laughs> I mean, Bob's Burgers is fine, but I don't, I don't like marathoning it yeah. <laughs> as much as Molly <laughs> likes it. So I'm like... Right, yes. My little uh, brother <clears throat> likes Bob Burgers a lot, and I feel bad because he tries to like use it as jokes here and there, and I've never seen more than three, <laughs> four episodes. And I like what I watch. I just yeah. like I never feel like watching Bob's Burgers yeah. for whatever reason. And he's like, "You suck." <laughs> so anyway, anyway, Baskets is good. I I praised it earlier on in the show. Oh yeah, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's good. Check it out sometime. Baskets on right Hulu. On. I know. I, I want to get back into it. Uh, before we sign off for the night, I want to see if we got any more things that people missed during the year. Um, No, nobody else has seen it yet. So, we got those two recos. Uh, those recos. <laughs> to, 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 I don't even know if they're recommendations because they missed them, but... Set them on the show one anyway. Yeah. Too bad you missed them. Hopefully you got to see them sometime. Yeah. Huh? 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 <laughs> so uh, what do we got coming up next week, JT? Well, next week, uh, I I guess you want to go with my pick for our what we yeah, missed sure. in 2018? Well, my pick for the what we missed in 2018 is a film I very much enjoyed. The film written and directed by Bo Burnham, uh-huh. eighth grade. Yes, I very much enjoyed it, and uh, might say it might end up in, uh, in my top ten list. Oh my god, no spoilers! But, no spoilers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I have yet to see this one. I know it's for, uh, it's available to rent on Amazon Prime. Yes. if you have that right now, so you yes. can catch it out on VOD. VOD. 
Uh, so it's there for you to watch if you want to watch before next week's ep. Yeah. Um, Monday, we're going to have a flashback ep. Flashback ep. We'll go, since we're on the leftover turkey train, we'll go back and visit our leftover turkey from last year with the Book okay. of Henry. Okay. Especially since that one was like a weird two-parter because we tried to fit that and the Punisher series in one. Oh, did we? Episode. Yeah, that's a it was a long order. That was a long fucking episode. <laughs> this one, yeah. So at least with this, we can kind of cut it down a little bit. Okay, for you. Yeah, if anyone mm. hasn't seen Book of Henry, that's a wild ride. So My check out God. check out yeah. our review for it on Monday. Yep. Um, but yeah. I am looking forward to 8th grade, so check that out on Thursday with the yep. rest of that week's news. And then we'll try and aim for another movie we missed in 2018 for that Monday's ep after 8th grade. Okay. Well, we'll announce that on Thursday. We'll announce that on Thursday, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's going to be the show. So if people want to give you things that they also missed... JT, during the year, where can they do that? Find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and he went at Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Try. You can find me at Troy to the Max, and you can give me all of your deets of what you've missed this last year for the uh, just throwing them in there for an episode here or there. What uh, the people out there missed? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll sprinkle them in. Yeah, so send send them in. Yeah, Troy to the Max. You can do that. If you want to hit us both up. If you're doing the, the Rick James, the Dave Chappelle Rick James. <laughs> yeah, with the hand the motion. The hand motion. Uh, <laughs> so you can hit me up at Short of the Max. You can hit us both up if you want at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find us also on Facebook if you wish. All of our new episodes are uploaded on to reviewreviewpod.podbean.com. Mm -hmm. But we're also on a multitude of other platforms such as Google Play. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. All kinds. All kinds. If you do listen on an Apple device, go ahead and rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show. Mm -hmm. If you are inclined to want to write into the show, I would very well push you towards our Gmail account, which is reviewreviewpod at gmail.com, where our buddies like Eric and Jude and Judith would write That's in right. too. So. Judith, we haven't heard from you in a while. I know. She was, you know what? She was really into the musical stuff, so maybe she just hopped on and then maybe just hopped off the further off the ride. All right. I, you know, sometimes I do that with shows too. That's fine. I can't blame them. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're getting higher. We're getting higher in register right now. I know. I mean, it's okay if you I want mean, to do it. It's fine. If you don't want to listen, it's fine. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that sound like people anymore. <laughs> I think that's all the plugs there. Uh, oh, if you, if, for whatever reason, if you want to listen to on YouTube, it's also available there as well. Yeah, if you want to, no it's, one listens. It's on just, YouTube. it's just another it's just, venue. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I thought about maybe sometime actually doing like a fun video thing to throw up on there. Yeah, but then I'm like, when do I have the time to do any of that? Yeah, it's my my dream for a video to put up on there is to like treat this like an episode like one of those old christmas like specials where people drop in yes 
and like it's all filmed in black and white and everything and it's like in a 60s ranch house and all that oh, kind of stuff that would be the best that'd be so fun to do uh but i don't know have when... someone come in dressed as bernard <laughs> get the just get the real bernard to see if he's available <laughs> yeah there you go uh doesn't charge that much yeah get real rdj coming in here the real stone cold <laughs> all of our guests that we always have in yeah you know we haven't had in for a while but uh <laughs> Yeah, it'll be uh, that'd be a good time. I don't know. Uh, that won't happen. But <laughs> that's gonna be the show. I think that's good. It. That's, okay. that's gotta be it. Okay. We gotta end this sometime soon, right? We gotta. We gotta. You know what really chaps my ass before we? Well, okay. Here we go. I never got that a fucking Troy four. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! It's really rubbed me the wrong way. It's okay, Troy. It's always mm. next year. Oh. <laughs> next year. I guess. That's it. I'm just going to end on a dep- depressing note. Depressing where note. Where I just exhale and then it just. Waiting to exhale. <laughs> yeah. And just. <sighs> and then end of show. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> for, for Troy the Max Extreme, I'm JG3K. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. But really. I'm pissed that I didn't get a PS4. Nah, yeah, They're I all gone. Sure. Well, anyway, also maybe I'll get it during Christmas. Who knows? Maybe Chelsea go. will surprise me. Maybe. Or maybe not. We'll see. But until Christmas, where I finally get my <laughs> PS4. Or not. I have been Troy to the max. Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off. <sighs>